0: Welcome back to the Bad Pipes Podcast. I am Daddy. With me today is my little boy, my tiny Uh, baby, uh, Scott Kelly.
1: No, uh, here with you today is Elvis Presley and John F. Kennedy.
0: Oh, yeah. Which one of us is uh, Black John F. Kennedy?
1: Fuck. Uh, I'll take that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair deuce. Uh, Alright, so today, skipping the news, this is Bad Pipes Podcast. I'm Andrew, that's Scott. <clears throat> we talk about movies on here. If this is your first time, this is a weird episode to hop into because we're talking about three movies that uh you probably haven't heard of. Alright, we got Necrotronic from uh, 2018, I believe. We got Blood Vessel from 2019, and we got Bubba Hotep from God Knows When.
1: Yeah. For uh uh 2002. 2002
0: 2002 you know what that means it was shot on digital was yeah all right where were we starting again
1: i think blood vessel
0: ah blood vessel
1: okay I have
0: all of my energy for this episode so from I... here on out i'm just gonna <laughs> peter out and die
1: Dude, i I feel, I feel you there i feel you there i i i chose this order because this is a big surprise this is the order in which uh, i like them least to most okay blood vessel this is in my opinion a very surface value movie oh yeah There wasn't a whole lot going on here. There wasn't a whole lot of depth. Yeah, you you Um, have... The
0: the summary for it on Google is one sentence. It's lifeboat survivors board a German boat that's crawling with vampires during World War II.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. Going into this, for some reason, I thought this was a Nazi zombie movie. That's turns out
0: the, that's what the like
1: title uh
0: maybe not title but like <clears> the 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 poster yeah. art for it you know kind of led me to believe
1: yeah um no but not nazi zombies instead we have nazi vampires but not even nazi vampires the nazis have found vampires yeah and it's that classic trope
0: them. of uh, the Nazis were fucking around with occult shit, and they accidentally got themselves killed.
1: Yeah, them, and then some
0: good guys show up, and they kill the bad bad boys.
1: Them greedy Nazis stealing all the artifacts and all the old shit. Yeah, they 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 dug too deep and too greedily, and
0: yeah, and they dropped a leaf all on Ragnar. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, But yeah, no. So we open with uh, this ragtag bunch of people.
0: Also, just a group of people that it is like literally impossible to have all had together on one ship. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay. So that was my thing. Is like I right off rip. I'm just like, why are these people together? Why do we have an Australian? A fucking like. First of all, the accents are terrible. The American dude, is he supposed to be... Is he supposed to have, like, a Brooklyn accent? Like, his American accent...
0: Oh, Bigelow?
1: Yeah, Bigelow.
0: Yeah, I have no fucking clue what he was doing.
1: Dude, his accent, I'm just like... Sometimes I'm just like... I hear him and I'm like, oh, you're like a Brooklyn. Like, you got, like, a Brooklyn accent. But then I would hear him other times and I'd be like, no... maybe... you're, like, a little Southern? I don't know. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I got an Australian guy. You have, uh, a fucking.
0: I thought the Australian guy was generally fine.
1: Yeah, he, I think he was one of my better liked characters. Um, so them you've got the Russian, uh, Alexander, who I think they, they, very quickly on you realize they all hate him and they're referring to him by just basically like generic Russian names Ivan, Vlad. Um, but I believe his name is actually Alexander. He tells us Alexander
0: Topov, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe that's it. Um, we have our our British lady, uh, Miss. What was her name? Miss Forgettable. The only, the only one.
0: Yeah, Jane Prescott.
1: Jane Prescott.
0: Miss Prescott.
1: Actually, the only person on Rotten Tomatoes listed under cast and crew um, is literally her because she's played by Alyssa Sutherland, and I don't know if you've you recognize her. You, you may, because you, you've seen Vikings, right? She is uh, um, Queen Oslog oh, from Vikings.
0: Yeah. I knew I recognized her. I didn't know what from, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. is Queen Oslog from <laughs> Vikings. Basically, the only recognizable face in this movie. Um Yep, she's like the Brit and then you have like the one guy who with the sling, I don't even know what he was supposed to be. I mean uh
0: I was gonna say that the Australian guy's also been in some other things, but he's been in like Snakes on a Plane
1: and like Uh yeah.
0: Random weird movies, Red Line. Um Yeah. Yeah. Who are you talking about, though?
1: Uh, the the one the dude oh, with the Oh, Faraday. The yeah, yeah, Faraday.
0: Because uh, there was like a is it a Faraday machine or something like that that broke the German code?
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I believe so.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. None of these characters were actually characters. They were all like caricatures. So like the Russian guy is like stoic, hard-ass Russian guy. I only talk when I have to take off my shirt, look at all my bullet wounds, you know? And then the uh, Australian guy is like, take off my shirt, say that I got all burned up on my back. I was in an armored division. Some panzers fucked us up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like, none of these characters were particularly compelling. But, overall, the movie was better than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was terrible, but it was, uh, in my opinion, it was a little boring.
0: Yeah, it was nowhere near as bad as, uh, Future Future World. World.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. Um... It knew it
0: was, like, a low-budget horror movie, and so it was, like, really trying to play into tropes.
1: I got nothing really
0: terrible to say about that, except for, like, it ends up feeling a little played out.
1: Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, Yeah, no, we just, like, we slowly get hints as they're going through this that something's going on. Not zombies, but very clearly, I think as soon as they opened the crate with, like, the, like, uh, the crucifixes and, like, other random nonsense, I was like, oh, vampires, for sure.
0: Yeah. But not just vampires, specifically Strigoi, who are like... Yeah. I think they eat flesh.
1: Yeah. Like, I think uh,
0: by old-school Strigoi lore, it's like, they go farther than just drinking blood. They also, like, eat flesh and stuff.
1: Yes, yeah, so Strigoi in Romanian mythology are troubled spirits that are said to have risen from the grave. They are attributed with the abilities to transform into an animal, become invisible, and gain vitality from the blood of their victims. Um, actually, Bram Stoker's Dracula has become the modern interpretation of the Strigoi. Throughout their historic links With vampirism
0: Huh Fair
1: deuce Yeah Interesting
0: Well If you were a Strigoi, What kind of animal would you turn into Because I don't think I would be a bat guy Like this dude was
1: Nah definitely not a bat
0: I think I'd be like one of them uh, Like Egyptian jackal head Kind of things You know Maybe uh, a Doberman,
1: yeah, yeah. like a, a big dog. Doberman, yeah, a big old, big old Doberman, like a
0: black dog with big pointy upright ears. You know,
1: that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine a six foot four a human body Doberman head creature comes running out of the woods at you and starts like drinking your blood. You'd be fucking, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I feel like I'm. I feel like right now I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
1: What the fuck is going on.
0: I took. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take some more Dayquil, but I don't want to take so much that I see the hat, man.
1: <laughs> so this is okay. This is wild. So uh, the so an encyclopedist, Dimitri Kantemir, and the folklorist. <laughs> T- Titor Brada, Bur- in his some book, some book in Romanian, published in 1882, refer to cases of stri- 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 strigoiism. Uh, a strigoi could be a living man born under certain conditions. Here, are these conditions. These are fucking wild. You die from a witch's curse.
0: Fair. You die.
1: You die by suicide. Okay. You die by execution for perjury.
0: Alright, true.
1: You lead a life of sin.
0: Uh-huh. That's obvious.
1: You, you die without being married. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's here's the best one. <laughs> the, the the best one is be be the seventh child of the same sex in a family.
0: Seventh child of the same sex? Of the
1: same sex. sex. You're the seventh boy in a family? You're fucking Strigoi. <laughs> There's no in butts. You does have that no choice. Mean you
0: have seven sons. The seventh one is of a little vampire.
1: Yep. That's fucking straight up cool, dude. Yeah.
0: I'm only having boys.
1: <laughs> hey, you know? They are said in the book, they are said to be bald on top of the head, does not eat garlic and onions, avoids incense. And towards the feast of St. Andrew He sleeps outside Its spine is elongated in the form of a tail Covered with hair
0: Shit, this all just sounds like me <laughs> <laughs> Catch me yeah. wearing my dog head Running around outside Oh, I'm a strigouli Dude,
1: these, these fucking This encyclopedia and folklorists These two people were on They were fucking on one
0: Dude, they were on a whole bottle of uh, Nyquil when they
1: wrote that. That that's what it sounds like. They were uh, they were taking some Benadryl to try to see the Hat Man. That's if what was go, going on here. If you
0: go back to their sources cited page, it just says the Hat Man. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> They're like, Yeah, we were speaking to some weird entities. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, to the movie. As soon as they they opened, I, I, I knew. I was just like just like waiting and you see fucking um, you see the, the fucking, What's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? You literally just said it American Te- guy Teplov? No the American. Um, Bigelow? Bigelow, you see Bigelow go in there And he's just like He's like, the greed gets the best of him He's looking at the gold, he's like, ah, oh, what else is in here And he no, was fucking Before that,
0: whenever they first get on the fucking boat And he runs into the, like, captain The, uh, the, uh, piloting room Or whatever the fuck that's called on a boat and he just immediately yeah. starts drinking out of the cup. I was uh, like, "What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you?"
1: That that's true. Yeah, he literally just walks there. He's like, moldy. It's like, dude, you're just walking in somewhere. Like, you're not even <laughs> checking it first. You're just like drink, drink first, ask questions later.
0: Like, you're on a not just a German ship, but an SS ship, right? Yeah. And there's no one around, uh, and you just fucking like run into the captain's quarters and and
1: there. It'd be what, the bridge?
0: The bridge. bridge. Run into the fucking bridge and start drinking shit. And then they literally like pan the flashlight up and there's like a dead dude with fucking vines coming out of his head stuck yeah. to the other wall. You are like, bro, you just drank that. I don't know what that is, but that's what you drank.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then he's just like, he's just going around. He's just going fucking around. Checking things out. Yeah, it's just like he, he's getting greedy. He's finding finding the fucking gold and and whatnot. And yeah. then yeah, he just he, he pops open that fucking coffin, the sarcophagus. Which, which first of all, you can't look at that and not be like, hey, this is anything but a fucking sarcophagus.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was the '40s. So much science fiction and sci-fi and fantasy crap had come out in the '20s. Yeah. He
1: had to know. He had to know.
0: Especially if he's from, like, Brooklyn or, I don't know, anywhere in New York or whatever.
1: Yeah. But yeah, he still pops that bitch open and he pays the price.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I give this movie my, like, lowest recommended score. I was just saying, i I five. give it a 5. Yeah.
1: It'll
0: be nice. I'll give it a 5.1. Yeah.
1: I'm uh, like, um, e- even in the end, I was kind of like, eh, like where they, you know, home, uh, what our girl and um, Australian boy escape. Yeah. And uh, it, it becomes clear she's infected. She bites him.
0: Well, we saw the whole scene where she's like getting feasted upon by the two fucking dudes and then she yeah. just shows up later and she's fine like yeah she's yeah. a vampire
1: what the fuck <laughs> clearly clearly
0: this movie had a couple moments like that where it was like oh we gotta go find this person and you already know that that person's been like vampirified yeah like I, faraday i think it happened with and then jane it also happened with mm-hmm Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know.
1: 5.69. Uh, I'm just giving it a straight 5.
0: I will say the strigoi uh matriarch mm-hmm. kind of hot.
1: <laughs> Fair. Fair. Hey, and you know what? It it continues on with uh with our our girl. She she gets picked up by some some brits. And we can just Who also assume... had
0: terrible accents?
1: Oh yeah, really bad. Uh, and we can we can just guess what what is going to occur. So yeah,
0: what is it? She looks into the camera and says something right at the end. What is it? It was like "war is hell" or something like that.
1: Uh, something about the bloody war.
0: This bloody war.
1: Yes, I think I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she says. Just like yeah. this bloody war.
0: I was like. Is that, is that a pun or something? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I I believe I believe yeah I believe they were going for a pun there.
0: Is it meant to be like a a joke? It's a joke. This bloody war, like oh I'm a vampire now. Like we didn't know or something. I don't know. It was just a weird line at the end. Yeah. All right. What did you say you gave this? Thirty-five. Alright, Necrotronic okay.
1: Necrotronic I have an admission Okay
0: I have actually seen Necrotronic before I just forgotten the title
1: of it Ah, nice Fair
0: uh, Years ago, I had a Brief uh, subscription To Shudder, which is like the horror Subscription Service And uh, this was one of the movies I had watched On that Mm -hmm. Um, probably around like 2019 and uh, I liked it at the time I didn't think it was perfect Mm -hmm. and this time I think I felt the same way
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, I I liked it better than Blood Vessel I will give it points for originality. It's a very uh, interesting concept. Hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, w- which uh... I also I also want to say. So blood vessel. I looked it up. Critics critics scored it a seventy three. I don't remember how many reviews. Audience gave it a thirty percent. Yeah, that's fair for blood vessel we get to Nec- Necrotronic, it's flipped. Where basically the critics have given it a 39%. Audience gave it a 66. I
0: mean, um. It makes sense. You know, it's like it a does. movie that kind of ap- appeals to like a broad horror audience, right? Yeah. Because it's more in the vein of like an action horror film than it is like a suspense or a mm-hmm. I don't know, anything like that. Um. It's definitely more in the vein of, like... Oh, shoot. The name just left my brain. Which sucks, because... Van Helsing. Mm, It's kind of in, like, a Van Helsing kind of vein, where it's like... Yeah, it's a horror movie, but it's also more so an action movie.
1: Yeah, you're talking about with, with Hugh Jackman, right?
0: Yeah, and...
1: I fucking and, love that. I love that movie.
0: And, funny enough, David Wynnum is in both. Ah,
1: yeah. That he is.
0: Um, Yeah, so David Wynnum, for those of you who... Don't Faramir. Know, he's Faramir. He's also the monk in uh, Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a cool guy. He's cool yeah. in this movie. He's got like a... Goofy-looking four-chambered cyber shotgun, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, um.
1: Yeah. He's uh fucking uh Luther, right? Yep.
0: He's the dad.
1: Yeah. Luther. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Pretty uh very interesting concept. <laughs> so yeah, you you just basically have this. Average fucking dude Who's I He's just like a septic tank cleaner With his With his friend (laughs) And they're just like fucking about His friend's attached to his phone And Obviously we get the premise at the very beginning that You know there's demons that
0: Howard who's the main character And then you got uh, Rangi Who is Mm the Uh the lovable sidekick, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, doing their shitty job. Rangi gets invited to download this app, so he does, because he's addicted to the cyber world.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, we, we do find out later, basically the, the demons are convincing people to download this app in order to harvest human souls. Yeah. That's effectively what's going on here. We also find out later that the um, uh they're just necromancers, right? They're just called necromancers. Yes, they're called necromancers. The,
0: uh, the good guys are called yes. necromancers with a K.
1: Yeah, and so uh, we, we we have we found out at some point that uh, they've been killing necromancers and taking their disembodied heads and putting them into the fucking battery packs to give signal yeah, to so this that's game. that's like
0: halfway into the movie as we find that. Yeah. Out. Um, before that, though, Mregi had noticed that Howard looked funny in the app for uh collecting ghost souls or whatever for the Mm-mm. for the demons to harvest. So he tried to collect him, but it uh it like activated his latent necromancer I, I, powers.
1: I believe what it does is it short circuits his chip that his it's it's said that his dad probably put into him. Um I guess he had like a, a what do they call it like uh some sort of chip to basically negate his necromancer powers so by using this he he's deactivated this chip and his necromancer powers well, are now active I think,
0: uh, I think the chip was to hide him from the demon stuff because whenever they find him the yeah. other necromancers they pop him with a new one they hit him and Rangy both with a uh one of those, uh. like the modern version of that chip mm-hmm. um, but something about the app trying to take Ben's sorry Howard the actor's name is Ben uh the character's mm-hmm. name is Howard something about like him trying to harvest his soul or whatever while he's like sitting there next to him um i th- I think that's what gives him the kick, but it also shorts out the thing, so then they're able to like find him or whatever. Um, when that happens, uh, Finnegan, who is this like demon lady sends a spooky ghost guy into a dude who's just like chilling out there. Uh, and then he becomes like a ravening demon. And uh, chases Howard and Rangy all around, and then Luther and his two daughters show up, and they go bam. And then um, things are things are good there because they, they saved him. Uh, and then that's whenever you figure out like all the Howard necromancer. You're the son of two long necromancer dynasties, and uh, mm-hmm. also your mom is the big bad evil lady yes. uh, Finnegan. And she's played by Monica Bellucci, by the way, Mm -hmm. Uh, for those who don't know. Uh, She's just, you know, one of those classic, like, attractive women.
1: Yeah. She is mommy demon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And at one point, I think she possesses uh, Molly. And makes a joke about something. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, know was pretty a pretty over the top concept. A lot of shit goes down in this.
0: Yeah, it's like they're a... they're
1: they're they're, ho- they're fucking jacking, they're fucking jacking themselves into the fucking matrix and this shit.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and Sh- then there's
1: like jacking everywhere, dude.
0: They're hacking stuff they're jacking stuff (laughs) there's uh uh, people being made out of what's essentially 3D printed uh, C4 bodies yeah Uh, there's demons that get exploded there's like Japanese Yakuza looking guys there's a CEO boardroom with a bunch of people all wearing Santa hats this movie's got everything Yeah. Also, at one point, Rengi gets turned into a wraith. And at that point in the movie, he's just like no longer beholden to the the rules of gravity. And he's always like sideways or upside down in in scenes. That's just a good touch.
1: I was going to say, I I enjoyed him after that point in the movie where he becomes a wraith and he's just like kind of like this dumb fucking. He's like, I don't even, he's like just like the sidekick guy he's just there yeah he's just chilling
0: yeah it's like he's there and if he gets too far away from howard he just like pops back up yeah because he's a bound spirit you know
1: yeah Um, i appreciated that he was yeah he was he was a good character
0: yeah um i feel like most of these were very fun characters likable characters Mm -hmm. uh there's also a handful of Star Wars references in this movie. Did you catch any? Uh, no, I don't think I really did. So, Molly, when they first meet, uh, never like Luther, Molly, uh, Torquil, and they first meet Howard, Molly grabs him and throws him into the trash chute. Huh. As they're like fighting off, defending the hallway.
1: Yeah. Huh. I guess I didn't really pay attention to that.
0: Yeah, and it's it's almost like an exact like one for one as far as the action goes of that scene of Leia throwing uh, Luke, I believe, into the, yeah. in the into the garbage compactor. Yeah. Huh. Um. I don't know why I didn't write down the other ones, but there was like two or three of them. I guess you could probably say the big bad being his mother. Uh, yeah. Kind of a Star Wars reference there.
1: Definitely a parallel. Yeah.
0: Parallel. All right. I gave this a seven out of 10. What'd you give it?
1: Um, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a. Wow Okay Alright It was It was You know It was alright That's fucked up dude That's fucked up
0: It was alright Alright Bubba Hotel Bubba Hotel Uh, I feel like Most of these movies Have been B movies Mm-hmm. Bubba Hotep is the most B-movie out of any of these three movies.
1: Yes. So, in our lead... I... I First of all, I want to say, I... read the concept of this movie and I just went, fuck yeah. And then I also proceeded to tell... Casey, my girlfriend, about the concept of this movie. And she really wants to see it. I would also like to preface this with saying her dad is an actual, like, professional Elvis impersonator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm now convinced he may actually just be the real Elvis. And we just don't know this. But... Bubba, Bubba Otep. A story about Elvis who swapped lives with an Elvis impersonator so he could live a more normal life. And now he's just in a nursing home.
0: In a nursing home, uh, bemoaning the loss of his youth.
1: The use of his dick. Uh,
0: Yeah. God, dude. Every time, like, the fact that they were like, all right, symbolic of <laughs> his, like, youth coming back to him, we're gonna have mm-hmm. it just be his penis. So, like, right now it's uh, start of the movie, it is uh, what's he say? It's probably been a decade since I got a hard on or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think at one point he said he's he's experienced two. <laughs> Presidential elections since his penis has worked.
0: Yeah. Well, when he finally gets one, he says, It's been more than two presidential elections since I had one like that.
1: Uh, true, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. He does. He does
0: Which, I mean, two presidential elections is still at least eight years. That's eight years, yeah. So, or. Up to 12 years, you know, depending on the day, I guess. Yeah. All right, so Bubba Hotep is about a a mummy who starts sucking off the residents of a local nursing home.
1: He does. He's sucking them dry.
0: And it's implied that he's... Doing it through the butt.
1: Yes. I I believe I believe it's it's said that, you know, the soul can be sucked from any orifice.
0: Any large enough orifice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I believe Jack at one point says that He
1: was he was coming he was coming for that he was coming for that booty hole.
0: Yeah, he was trying to put his lips around his butthole or something like that. And uh, Sebastian Half-slash-Elvis is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This movie's just, like, a weird movie.
1: It really is. But fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah. Like, very funny movie. But also... I feel like if you're not... If you don't have the particular sense of humor that this movie has you're just gonna be like miserable the whole time you're watching it yeah um, but very clearly I, I suppose you and I both have like this movie's sense of humor yeah um, when we talked about this before I think I mentioned or I think I said it's kind of like Evil Dead I meant that it's like Evil Dead in the way that like it's just it's kind campy. of fucking weird you know yeah <clears throat> um cause I don't think that it's like a fantastic movie it definitely drags in points in parts um yeah. me being like half sick now uh I was definitely falling asleep in the back third
1: uh I, I was gonna say so I came home from work today and this, this is the one I watched at home after after work and uh, I think at one point I did doze off and I had to like go back mm-hmm. I had to rewind back through it and get back to the part where I dozed off yeah as I am, I am coming off of illness my my work schedule's also is now changing I have to be up earlier
0: yeah I'm not supposed to close tonight and I had to freaking close tonight at work so I'm Damn, a little gotcha. sad about
1: that yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed fucking, it. fucking, funny. There's I mean, a lot
0: of great jokes in there.
1: Yeah, I I think just just literally the concept of just fucking Elvis being like, yeah, I'm fed up being famous, and I'm gonna go switch out with an Elvis impersonator, and like not tell any of my friends, and just basically have this big secret is uh, it's a hilarious concept to me.
0: Well, not only that, but then he blows up his trailer. With the with like the in.
1: contract and everything in it?
0: Well, not even that he was going to go back on the contract or anything, but he blows yeah. up his trailer with everything in it. So then he becomes an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true.
0: Yeah. Um, or even like the old lady who's, like, the first victim that we see of Bubba Hotep is, like, Mm -hmm. such a fucking piece of shit, man. Like, (laughs) there's the old lady in the Iron Lung and she, like, steals steals her her glasses. glasses. And then she, like, takes the fucking tin of chocolates and just, like, scuttles away with it like a little fucking cockroach. And then, uh, yeah, and then then the fucking beetle shows up and gets her. Yeah. It gets her. Um. Damn. Or even, uh. You, you get some, like, very Bruce Campbell y kind of moments, like mm-hmm. when the nurse is applying the, uh, cream to his afflicted, uh. <coughs> penis. Um. <laughs> He like zones off for a second, thinking about like all this, all these mysteries he's trying to figure out right now, and uh, thinking about the the girl that was like bending over the other day, and all this other stuff. And then like he gets a he gets one, and gets it. and then she starts like kind of joking with him. Yeah. Like oh, she say like oh you rascal and yeah. I think you need to take a cold shower. And he's like. <laughs> I will if you hop in there with me or something like that. She's like, oh, and he's like, God, what the fuck did he say? Come on, just tug on it a little. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. It's one of those lines that's just like, in my brain on par with like, give me some sugar, baby. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the romantic line for the movie, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Um besides him i mean we meet jack who is a an, an elderly black man who believes or claims that he is president john f kennedy yep i believe i believe he like it's he's introduced with being like yeah like that piece of my brain is still there in dc and they've replaced it with like fucking like a bag of sand or something. And then uh, Sebastian, Elvis, whatever you want to call him, is kind of like, hey, I hate to break it to you, but like JFK was, was white. He goes, well, yeah, they died me. How like, you know, what better yeah. way to keep it a secret? They died me all over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And then I, I think we see his room, right? And it's just like covered in.
0: Yeah, it's all uh, JFK stuff. It's like it's basically model. obsessively
1: about like the assassination. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. God, that's another. Whenever they're like becoming friends, you know, because in the beginning of the movie, they're like they just know each other, but they they're not like real palish. Mm-hmm. Uh. But whenever you get to that scene where he's like. God, what the hell did he say? You want a chocolate ding-dong or something like that? And he's like... Yeah. (laughs) God, how does that exchange go? It's like, you want a chocolate ding-dong? And he's like, not your ding-dong. And he's like, no, not my ding-dong. Although (laughs) I guess it is chocolate ding-dong now or something like that. It was just like a... And then they're like, they have fucking candy or something and drink their tea or whatever. And they're talking about like, how to figure out how to destroy this like soul sucker or whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's
1: a, it's a weird, but pretty fun movie, I guess. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, It was pretty funny. Um, Critics and audience across the board gave it a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That's kind of crazy. I didn't think it would be that high.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pretty I wild. It's all the Bruce Campbell fans coming out for that.
1: Yeah. I I mean, yeah, it's just a it's just a fucking funny, weird ass movie. I feel like it goes, it it it's very much in the vein of like Spaceballs. I mean, I guess like not straight up parody.
0: I was gonna say like parody.
1: I wouldn't say straight up parody, but it's like such a. I think it's I think it was marketed or like it's very clearly not. A serious movie.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like sarcastic tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. I mean, when it's implied that the the evil monster of the movie is sucking everyone's souls out through their asshole, I think at that point, the, the cart is off the rails, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like when they find the freaking graffiti in the bathroom, or Jack is showing Elvis the the graffiti in the bathroom isn't it just like Cleopatra takes it in the butt or something like that or like Cleopatra bends over for everyone like I can't remember what the freaking line was but it was like Cleopatra's a slut it's like high school writing on the wall kind of stuff and you're like what Yeah, and you're like surely he just has this like mistranslated or something and like Sebastian's gonna fix the translation no that yes. never happens
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a goofy movie.
1: I mean, it's not actually a goofy movie.
0: It's not totally different goofy movie.
1: movie. But yes, it is a goofy movie.
0: It's not even a goofy movie, too.
1: It, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'll go with the
1: audience score here, I'll do was, a 7.9. I was literally gonna do the exact same thing, I was just say seven point nine. Yeah. Right there. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, I'd recommend it.
0: Um Normally we would do news today, but since it's the last Thursday, the final Thursday, yeah. Of October, which as we all know is the spooky haunted month in mm-hmm. America. Perhaps the world, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I live in America and therefore am only aware of American things.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Let's have a discussion. Okay. On the occult.
1: Uh, All right. Tarot cards. Yes.
0: Have, (laughs) Have you ever paid for a tarot card reading?
1: No, I've never paid for a tarot card reading. Um, Have I had one done? Yes. Do I remember uh, what occurred in that? No. Was I offered a tarot card reading only about a month ago while I was out at a bar? Yes. Did I accept? Yes. Had the girl lost her cards in the bar? Yes. Which I feel like is just a bad omen in general. That's fucking crazy. So we all left. I, um...
0: Did she mention what variety of tarot deck she she used?
1: I have I have no idea. Um, this is Casey's very interesting friend. She is one of the most interesting. Her vif. Uh, the what? Her
0: vif. Very her... interesting friend. V I F.
1: Oh sure. Actually yeah yeah you know what her her vif, um, she is. I mean, I met, I met this girl and she, sorry, that was, uh, the, the dog was protecting the house. Classic. I, 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 I met her and she, hold on, give me one second. All
0: right. Well, he's doing whatever he's doing.
1: I, I met her and she introduced herself to me as the weird one. Um, wait. That's kind of cringe. <laughs> no, but like the stories I had heard, th- it checks out. Um.
0: All right, Scott. How many stacks? What? How many stacks?
1: Are you, do you have tarot cards right now? Yeah. Are you do I have to do a tarot reading for me? Yeah. I've got five stacks.
0: What the. F- Four, five. Okay. Um which stack? Second. Okay, here we go. Ooh, the foolish man. Ah oh, shit. The high priestess in reverse. And then Ace of Cups in reverse. I don't
1: know what that means.
0: All right. Are you familiar with how a three-card spread works? Nope. All right. So uh, usually it's past, present, future. Uh, while you were talking, <laughs> <laughs> I was channeling your energy on your, uh, your relationship with with Casey's uh, very interesting friend. Okay. Um, so let's see. Let's see how accurate this is. Uh, the foolish man. What card is this? Um, it's been a while since I've read these, so I have to uh, <laughs> look through it. It is a zero. It is a zero. Oh my God, I don't know how to read. All right. The foolish man, the spirit of ether. Uh, The sun, all right. So this is gonna be like a kind of visual description of the card for you. The sun indicates a bright spring morning. The two part triangle in the upper right of the card represents air. The symbol of Pluto appears in the mist to the front of the man. The foolish man stands with his worldly belongings at the edge of a precipice, ignorant of the lashing waves and the crocodile with open jaws. <coughs> Behind him Oh hold on. The foolish man holds in his right hand the rose of joy signifying perfect innocence and he holds a fierce wolf in check by a leash. Behind him sprouts the flower of silence. The higher significance of this card suggests that the foolish man's perfect innocence is holding the wolf. Thus, the anger of worldly wisdom is held in check by perfect innocence. Meanings, idea, thought, sensitivity, the flesh, eternal life, spirituality, initiative, folly, foolishness, all right. So that, uh, in some way, (laughs) represents the past between you and Casey's Vith.
1: Nice. (laughs) Okay, okay.
0: All right. So uh, the High Priestess is, is that a two? It is a two. These are Roman numerals. All right. So this card is reversed. That means it's upside down uh the moon appears above the seated priestly figure of isis the eternal virgin she is adorned in the purest feminine light of the moon the same light that serves as a veil to hide the moon the same light that serves as a veil to hide the eternal spirit the high priestess holds upon her knee a book partially concealed by her mantle which holds the truth behind the veil of feminine light at her breast she holds a lyre the law of artemis for she is also a huntress and and like diana she hunts by enchantment uh this card rules the path of the camel that runs from kether to tifereth on the tree of life that's something you probably want to understand my cards are part of the hermetic tarot so uh Uh, there's a lot of like hermetic uh imagery used yeah
1: i have no idea what that means
0: yeah, you gotta be familiar with the Tree of Life, and that's a whole nother discussion, Arch buddy. J,
1: dude. Um, the
0: High Priestess controls the energy of life between the two pillars that are topped by the spiraling pinnacles. At the bottom of the card are the large spheres of her throne. Some researchers view the seated figure in this card as the illustrious and controversial Pope Joan, who allegedly reigned during the middle of the ninth century. Now, because this card was reversed the presence in this situation. This card is telling us ignorance, short-sightedness, lack of understanding. Hmm. All right. So in the past we had uh, idea, thought, sensitivity, the flesh, eternal life, spirituality, initiative, folly, foolishness. And in the present we have Ignorance, short-sightedness, lack of understanding. Um, huh. Now we got the Ace of Cups. This is the first uh, minor Arcana card that we've gotten. Um, Cups, by the way, is a water sign. Uh uh-huh. Should probably, you know, be self-explanatory. <laughs> Cups hold water. Etc. Fair. Fair. Uh, Let's see. Swords. There's a cup. Probably in the front. Right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Cups. Alright. Ace of Cups. Okay. The symbol at the upper right is Kether in Water. The radiant white angelic hand issues from clouds and supports on its palm a large cup from which rise fountains of clear and glistening water. The spray falls on all sides into the clear, calm water below where lotuses and water lilies grow. Now, because this car is reversed, it represents alteration, erosion in circumstance, and unrequited love. What does that mean? I don't know. Wow. I don't know either. Who knows? (laughs) So now that uh I've I've done a tarot card reading for you, uh you owe me your soul. Uh, ah. Yeah. yeah shit. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, dude. I don't set the prices. <laughs> I just work here.
1: <laughs> uh Andrew's basically a witch.
0: Um I'm sure I could burn.
1: A hermit. Yeah, so
0: the hermetic tarot Uh, was made by, I believe, Godfrey Dawson. Uh, It's a pretty esoteric deck. So, like, a lot of the imagery and stuff on it is based off of this super-secret little... uh, The Secret Order of the Golden Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, They were, like, a spiritualist group. I think from... uh the middle of like the 19th century up through like the early 20th. So like, I think a lot of the kind of more renowned um, spiritualist kind of figures like uh, Aleister Crowley or uh, the poet Yeats or any of those guys, I think they palled around with some of those like Golden Dog guys here and there but I know like Yates in particular, uh, his wife was a medium and would like, they would do like seances and shit together all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's like a piece of information that is like vital for understanding Yates was his like spiritualist aspect, but they never fucking teach you that in school when they're forcing you to read uh, Yates' poetry. Hmm. Yeah well then okay now that we've had this fun little tarot bit uh what are your thoughts on ouija boards <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've never i've never fucked around with one no no but i, I know your story about one yeah
0: i will go ahead and tell that uh because yeah. i don't have a ouija board i want one or i guess more accurately you should call them spirit planchets. Yeah. Um, I believe Ouija is like a registered, probably Hasbro trademark or something. I don't uh-huh. know who makes the toys. Um, yeah. So my sister and her friend thought they were being funny. And they made a little Ouija board of like a piece of construction paper. And as part of like the ritual for doing all this stuff, uh, they'd like light tea lights and little candles and things and like stick them all around the room and turn the lights off. So it had like a. Nice, eerie little ambiance. Now, we had this one candle that was, like, a little bit bigger than the other ones. And so, over time, I had been, like, stuffing shit in it, like toothpicks and other old birthday candles and, like, burned-out tea lights and shit. This thing was just a fucking amalgamation of trash, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, It got to the point where... Uh, no one wanted it lit because it was such a haggard, menacing little, little thing. Um, so, my sister and her friend start up their little seance with the spirit planchette, which, keep in mind, is just a piece of fucking construction paper that they've written letters on. And... When they get to the point where they're like, oh, is there a spirit with us? And they move it over to yes. And they're like, yes, tell us your name. Then they start, uh they start like moving the thing around to get a name. And I, I go, Satan, Satan, Satan. And literally, literally the third time I said Satan and the Satan, Satan, Satan. That haggard, gross candle fucking lit itself. Uh, the girls both screamed. I legitimately was taken aback. And they, uh, I think there was some prescribed dismissal kind of ritual thing. And they never did it again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I like to way joke ever. that I summoned Satan. Uh, and a lot of people like to say, well, it was a weird fucking candle already, right? Like, it's not unheard of for candles to relight themselves. All right, let me give you a couple things, okay? Satan, whose other name is Lucifer. What does Lucifer mean? The light bringer. What is a candle doing when it lights itself? Bringing light. Yeah. Fl- flicks dust off my chair <laughs> nah yeah. all realness uh, that's probably the closest I've come to like fully believing in the supernatural and to this day I still am like it was a pretty fucked up candle but it had never relit itself that was the one time it ever did that and the coincidence of when it happened is just a really fucking weird coincidence.
1: Yeah. I'm right there. I don't. I don't really believe in the supernatural. But hey, you know. I don't. Sometimes something happens.
0: I say I don't, but I guess I am kind of like I'm. I would call myself Christian. You know, I don't go to mm-hmm. church or anything, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know uh yeah so i think that's it for this week
1: um yeah we're doing uh i think i think we're we're moving out of spooky season so i think we're we're going to cyberpunk right yeah we're doing a little
0: cyberpunk palette cleanser uh we're gonna be doing johnny mnemonic hackers and the fifth element i feel like that's a pretty good Mm -hmm. smattering of the the cyberpunk worlds um, if you listen this far As always Thank you for listening Yes Music Was by Carl, Carl Casey, Casey At, at White, White Bat Audio Bad Audio. If you want to support us And you don't have to You can just keep listening to us It's cool uh, But we do have a Patreon uh, Patreon.com Forward slash Bad Pipes Podcast uh, Scott what's the Twitter
1: yeah, follow us at, at Bad Pipes Pod on Twitter slash X.
0: Cool. And if you wanted to email us anything, you can just send it to fucking, you know, shit. <laughs> Isn't it Crypted cryptid Works? Crypted Works Official at gmail.com. Yes. And if you want to hang out with the boys. Uh, fucking, I don't know, message me and I'll send you a Discord link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's it for this week, though. Bye. Any, any, but
1: drink, drink your water, eat your vegetables, be a good person.
0: Uh, don't get sick like the two of us. I love yeah, you. Yeah, that's it.